Welcome back to the Grove Sports Show. Coming up on this week's episode, we caught up with Mr. Borrington to discuss the T20 World Cup and preview the, the Ashes series that's about to start. We also met with Mr. Bedford to talk about his new role with the RFU Council and his coaching outside of school. This goes alongside our weekly Bake Off review for the department. We look at the fixtures coming up in the school circuit. And as promised in last week's episode, we pick our staff swim relay team. So, Mr. Barr, we're back. How are you? I'm really well, Mr. Wenham. Thanks for asking. How are you? Good. Yeah, very well, thanks. God, wasn't expecting that to come back my way. Um, <laughs> yeah, very well, thanks. How was your half term? Get up to much? Yeah, it was. It was nice. We had. Um... We had a uh, sports camp first few days. Uh, that was good. Myself and Mr. Waterhouse. Um, we had pupils from year four all the way up to year eight. So really good. Um, that was a great three days. Um, and then I managed to, to go back home to Northern Ireland for, for about a week, um, see family, um, get a little bit of chill time, um, watch a bit of sport as well, which we don't always get the time to do um, during yeah. term time. So. Yeah, good good couple of weeks. What what about yourself? Yeah, very good, thank you. Very relaxed. Um much needed, but yeah, feel very refreshed. Nothing nothing major to report. I did I was lucky enough to go down and watch some live sport um at my beloved King's Home Stadium in Gloucester. Um got back into the shed, which is if you don't know it, one of the greatest uh stands in in world sport, I would argue. Um but absolutely fantastic to be back there. Um really good. I'm sorry, Mr. Warner. I'm just I'm struggling to concentrate here and being put off by uh, that thing on your uh, on your upper lip. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that is? <laughs> yeah, I wonder when this will be brought up. Uh, yes, I am sporting a moustache uh, at the moment. I've been I've had a bit of criticism actually, Mr. Barr, um, and I'm happy to discuss this. Um, and I'd be interested to know your thoughts actually. Um, I won't give my opinion too soon. My, the criticism I had so far is that I am uh, I'm not playing by the rules in that I sculpted my moustache rather than growing it from the 1st of November. Thoughts? Yeah, you, you did take a bit of criticism for this. Um, unjustly so, I think, because firstly, it's a great moustache. Thank you. Not, not everybody can grow one. Um, so good effort on that. Um, but I think the whole point, you might expand on this, is is that it's about raising awareness um, for a great cause. So I think by you sporting that... Uh, heinous moustache <laughs> a couple of weeks early um is probably going to get get people talking you know get them talking about what it's about and um and yeah ra- raise more awareness yeah exactly and that's what it is all about and I, I i did sort of make that decision based on uh i did used to start uh start sort of clean shaven day one um and progress but actually then i thought you miss out on two weeks of those conversations and talking to people about it and already what are we at Two or we're three days in, and I've had you know students asking me, staff asking me about why I'm doing it and what it's about, and we we want these conversations to happen because um, you know if I if I uh, take 14 days for anything to appear there, um, then I've wasted two weeks of good discussions. So um, look, it, it is all about. I'm glad you've had you have brought it up. It's about raising awareness for men's health problems um, and issues that they face. Um, just being aware about how to you know that that they're totally normal and, and people have more time and we need to go and get ourselves checked and we can check ourselves and 
Um, and also the other sort of element that's been um, brought in in the last couple of years is that, you know, it's it's okay to to not be okay and to talk to people and to open up and be honest and um, prevent the very worst things happening. Um, so to be able to have those conversations, it's, it's, it's massively important to me. I think it's a really, really good, positive thing we can we can all be involved in. Um, I, I, just just by, like I say, raising awareness, you don't have to grow this um, ridiculous thing on your upper lip to, 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 to have an effect with that. Um, I think it's just about starting the conversations and, and really growing it from there. So yeah, uh, it is something I do every year. This is something, actually, it's a, it's a style I've not, um, I've not sported yet. So um, it's growing on me, if you will. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've gone for, um, I'm hoping, sort of 14 days down the line, we might have some sort of twizzle action on the edge there. Um, I don't know what you call that quite, but... Um, I think twizzle action is, is what the, it's called, is the yeah. correct term. <laughs> Good. Okay, moving on, Mr. Wenham. Um, bake off, I think, we, we need to discuss. We've had two two, uh, two entries. Um, I know Mr. Borrington's going to give us his thoughts later on. Um, but yeah, what, what have you made of the last two entries? Yeah, Bake Off. Uh, yeah, it's been, what have we had? Sort of a steady start, uh, as we discussed in the first couple of weeks. Miss um, Thompson then came in with her uh, cookies, um, chocolate sort of, what would you call them? A biscuit, a drizzled chocolate drizzled yeah, biscuit. Yeah, a, a biscuit with chocolate um, melted on top. Yeah, But she also had a second option, didn't she? Which suited you more than me. Yeah, I, those of you who listened to the um, to a sort of bite-sized episode, Miss Miss Corson talked about um, she uses Biscoff a lot for for her baking, and uh, I, I'm a big fan of Biscoff. And and yeah, Miss Thompson had a had a little sort of Biscoff tray bake as well, which was um, yeah, that that was good. I enjoyed that. You did, yeah. I, I hate to report that it did have marshmallow in it though, and I think I've made my feelings known on the subject. Um, <clears throat> so that one was a slight down marker for me. Uh, score out of ten, Mister Bar. Uh, I'm gonna say a seven because there were there were two mm-hmm. two different offerings um, catered for uh, various um, nutritional uh, needs. Um, so that was that was a good effort, to be fair. Good yeah, effort. Seven. I enjoyed it. Seven out of ten. Good. Uh, followed by Miss Dudley, which I will just wow. say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there aren't many words. Unbelievable, I think, is probably the most accurate. It was outstanding. Unbelievable? But <laughs> <laughs> the cinnamon buns uh, were, uh, yeah, they they were, were pretty tasty. Un- yeah, they were very good. I'm, I'm just... I'm a little bit emotional <laughs> speaking about it. It was it was some of the best baking I've... You're drooling, Mr. Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can I just have a moment? Um... <laughs> It was, yeah, it was fantastic. And also then backed up by a second option, which we enjoyed um, on our way to our Bronte House away fixture, didn't we? Yeah, it was, um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what, what was some sort of pastry with uh, fresh cream pastry there, but it was, yeah, really, really nice. Um, and yeah, it was exactly what we needed for the bus trip to uh, St. Peter's. Yeah, and how was that? You were your first away day uh, with Bronte this year. Um, do you enjoy being back, back, back there with the little ones? Yeah, it's a, it sort of took me back a bit. I um I did it for five years and we had some great away days, um, Mr. Bedford, um and myself. Um, so yeah, it was it was really good fun. It was just great to have so many boys on the on the coach going to York final day of the half term, going to represent Bronte House and um, yeah, I loved it. I think it was. Yeah, I said to you on the way back, it was one of my most enjoyable sporting experiences of the half term and um, just great to see the kids go and, go and play, have fun 
smiles in her faces and the uh the backing on the on the bus helped as well miss dudley's backing was uh was pretty good absolutely and i think it's for for us as coaches it's so nice to uh you know get exposure to to players at all age groups and all levels and it gives us something a little bit different doesn't it i know you had a big uh cup game in the week you might mention it in a second um against sedba and then to to go from that and the emotional sort of uh involvement investment in that game um to something more sort of you know light-hearted like you say smiles on faces everyone involved everyone having a great time playing the game we all love um is is a nice sort of balance to have isn't it and it, help, it helps a lot yeah i I totally agree with that. Um, my first coaching experience at, at Woodhouse Grove or, or Bronte, Bronte House was with the current year 13s when they were year six. Um, and so it's it's something that I've always enjoyed. It's it's great to, to work with those boys when they're year five, year six, and then see them progress through the school. Um, and yeah, like, like you say, the, the cup game against Sedber was um, a strange one because... It was a it was a fantastic performance and, and I was very proud of the boys. They um they went toe to toe with a with a giant of schools rugby and um you know, unfortunately uh we were on the losing side but it was a very close game, a couple of scores and, and we had our chances. So it was a bit of a, a strange feeling, uh, immense pride in the performance, a little feeling of what if. Um, you know, we, we maybe could have we could have snuck it. Um but then like you say to then have that different experience on Friday where um it was maybe a little bit more uh less less worried about the result, more worried about the kids having fun, having a really good rugby experience and wanting yeah. to do it all again this afternoon. Yeah, definitely, exactly. Um and I suppose with the with the cup game it's nice to have uh that sort of occasion for the boys and they had quite a lot of the first team players watching and you know, you get a proper referee in, and the, you know this the sort of the whole the whole day for them is really really cool, irrelevant of the you know obviously it is a knockout game, but it's it's nice for them to um, to have that experience uh, at, at that age, sort of building them into their their senior rugby journey. Absolutely, and and just you touched on the the first fifteen there um, that, that their boys uh, the first fifteen boys were were there supporting the under fifteens on the Thursday, and I think. You know we can't we can't underestimate what what that will do for for those younger pupils. Um, a lot of our uh, first fifteen players are are pupils um, who uh, a lot of our younger pupils look up to and, and they aspire to be like. So I think having those boys there supporting was was great and and they they really did support. They didn't stand and watch. They really supported the boys and and, and backed them up. Um, and I think it's it's worth mentioning that they've they had a really good end to the. Uh, and to the uh, to the half term, not just um, supporting the under 15s and, and sort of showing how good the whole rugby program can be and supportive of how it can be, um, but also their own performance on Tuesday against uh, Quags in the cup. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was a it was a good occasion and um, yeah, good good game to get out of the way really. Uh, sort of our first our first game in the cup um, and yeah, nice to get it to get it out of the way and uh, it was just a really good clinical performance after a long half term so uh, yeah very very happy with that one so moving on as I mentioned at the top of the show uh, we're going to catch up with Mr Boynton who joined us on episode one he is back uh, I know by popular demand we wanted to get his thoughts ahead of 
the uh, well during the cricket um, World Cup that's currently ongoing, as well as previewing the Ashes series that's coming up. Um, here's what he had to say. So he's back, only one episode away, and the people have spoken. They want more Borrington, and we have given the fans what they asked for. Mr. Borrington, it's a pleasure to welcome you back to the studio. How are you? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back. Um, As ever, it's great to be here with you guys. Good. That's very sincere. Um, Right, you're here to talk about the T20 World Cup. Uh, Great start so far for England. What have you made of it? Yeah, amazing start. Um, Great that the tournament is up and running. England have obviously made a blistering start to the tournament, winning every game so far, and they're looking pretty good to go all the way at the moment, I would say. Any standouts from you? Um, I mean, Josh Butler looks to be in the form of his life. I think his ball striking's been second to none. Um, I think the bowling unit just seems to have got it right in every game so far, regardless of what situation's been put in front of them, whether they've been uh, bowling first or second, they've just pulled it together. Um, whether that's been the spinners or the seamers as well, it's just um, they've found a way to get England over the line. You touched on Joss Butler there, um, saying how, how good his ball striking's been. Um, he struggled a little bit in the summer. Um, what do you think he's done between between the end of the summer and the start of the World Cup to uh, to sort of get himself back in form? Uh, yeah, I mean, cricket's obviously a measurable game and, and most players will go through those phases where things maybe don't quite go to plan or they don't score the runs or take the wickets they would like. Um, Joss Butler has been a world-class player for a long time now and and those good players are never far away from from good runs of form and as I just said his, his ball striking at the moment looks second to none in the world. No I agree and um, it's certainly good to see him in such good nick looking looking ahead to the to the sort of knockout stages and the semi-finals. Who's your who's your winner if you have to pick a winner now? Uh, who's going well? Who's your pick? I think England will win it. Um, I think it will take a very good performance to beat England. Having said that, New Zealand, Pakistan, they've all got great players. And in any given T20 match, a good half hour from somebody can take a game away from you. So I think England will win it, but there's other good sides out there as well. Definitely, definitely. So looking ahead then, um, hopefully you're you're over the initial disappointment of, uh, of missing out on selection for the Ashes, but it's not far away now. So what are your thoughts ahead of, ahead of that series? Obviously, big news, Ben Stokes back in the fold. Um, is your phone still on loud? And what are your predictions? <laughs> um, yeah, it's great to have an Ashes series to look forward to, isn't it? Um, brilliant that Ben Stokes is going to be there. I think it will be a tough winter for England I think if they can get the runs they might compete but I'm just not quite sure where the runs are coming from at the moment in that England team unless Joe Root has a exceptional series um, but as I said it's great to have an Ashley series to look forward to and hopefully England will do okay I definitely agree I think it's going to be a really tough winter for them um, I'm very excited that Ben Stokes is back whether that makes I don't think it makes a series defining um, difference uh, however, we we hopefully now have a chance to to get a result somewhere in some game. Um, while you're here, let's let's move on for cricket a little bit. Um, we've had a bit of a well, we've been reviewing the the Bake Off in the department um, recently. You've obviously um, you've obviously listened to your feedback, so don't need to touch on that. However, last couple of weeks, what have you made of it? Um, any sort of feedback that you'd give? Any scores out of ten? Um, I thought Miss Dudley put a 
put a great performance in a couple of weeks ago. She's probably gone top of the leaderboard for me and uh, she's probably the one to beat now in the next few weeks. I know there's, um, there's some exciting Bake Off contenders coming in the next few weeks, isn't there? So maybe you guys should probably finish off that question for me. Well, yeah, I think it's uh, it's next Friday. Um, it's uh, it's my entry. I know everybody's uh, really excited about that. They've uh, they've been talking about it all week since we since we've been back at school. So um, yeah, but come on, we want to push you for uh, we we need a rating. Give us a give us a score out of ten for Thompson and Dudley. Um, have you given me a score out of ten yet? I think we have. Yeah, I think it was a six and a half. Was it? I think it, yeah, six that's, six point five maybe. Yeah, that's what we'll say now. He's sat in front of us. <laughs> on reflection I think it was a 5.5 <laughs> don't listen to the pod call it a 7 7 each <laughs> or for you um, Miss Dudley I think was a strong 8 Miss Thompson maybe a 6 wow <laughs> okay honest oh, yeah, like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah no good Mr Boynton as ever absolute pleasure for you for you to join us uh, I should mention at this stage that uh, I believe your podcast will be starting up again over, um, well, after Christmas and, and into the next term, previewing cricket and looking at um, what's going on in the cricket world. Um, so definitely tune in, give that a listen. It'll be on very similar platforms out there. Um, and I definitely recommend it. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Jesus having me. Always uh, really good to catch up with Mr. Borrington. Uh, really interesting as well, I think. Uh, I don't know what your opinion on, on this is, Mr. Barr, but when we uh, when you talk to someone like Mr. Borrington who's played with a lot of these players that he's referring to and talking to him or, or played against them, um, really interesting to hear his insight and what he thinks, particularly coming from, you know, he's not been out of the professional game um, too long. Yeah, it, it is very interesting and... Um like you say, he's someone who, who's been around those high-performance environments. Um, not that he likes to shout about it. Um, very humble. Um, but yeah, it's it's something I find very interesting. I think it's something that um, a lot of our pupils um, could could potentially learn from. Um, I'm sure he's got some great wisdom he can impart to uh, to some of them. But yeah, it's it is. It's always great to uh, to speak to Mr. Borrington about his experiences and get his his views. Um, He's someone who's who's quite analytical, um, but not very critical. Um, and I think it's great to to hear what he has to say. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Joy, we are lucky enough to be joined by our head of rugby, uh, Mr. Bedford, today. Um, first time on the pod, although he has featured uh, quite a, new, a number of times on uh, Mr. Borrington's cricket pod. Uh, Mr. Bedford, it's a real pleasure to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. It's great to be here. Good stuff. So, um, obviously, a bit of a big, ter- or a big term for, for you, uh, personally, in terms of um, it being the sort of main rugby term. How have you found that so far? How's it gone? Um, and and what, have you, what have you enjoyed so far? Yeah, I've been really pleased with um, how we've come back to rugby after the pandemic. And um, the first half term, especially uh, from a first team perspective, obviously being the coach of the first 15 as well, um, you know, I don't think it could have gone any better. But looking down the school, it's just been great to to be able to work with all the other teams now. This is my first year full time down here at the Grove, and um, I love working with the younger players on in the games afternoons to try and make them better too. And um, I've obviously coached quite a few of them at Bronte as well, so it's great to see how they've progressed. 
And you're you still got a bit of involvement up at uh, Bronzy House, still coaching the uh, the year sixes up there. Uh, had quite a few fixtures. It nice to still be involved, um, still have a bit of input, a bit of voice up with uh, the ro- the future rugby stars of uh, of the Grove. Yeah, I love it up there. Um, it's like it's like going home almost on a on a on a Friday afternoon uh, to work with the year sixes. Um, they're a great bunch, but I just love working with them because they're just so keen and eager to do well. Um, very impressive in terms of their attitude towards the game and, and that's where the passion's ignited is at the junior school and if we can get that bit right as I've seen over the years then uh, there's a conveyor belt of players coming through the school which is exactly what we want. Absolutely and it's something that uh, myself and Mr Barra mentioned earlier and, and, and I know we discussed it about how, how cool it was to have, uh, we played Sedbourne on a Friday night and we had you know seven or eight um, players there that you had been through um, all the way through the school from Bronte so um Really nice for them to feature it in the first 15. Mr. Bedford, we've spoken there a little bit about rugby, um, something that is quite big amongst rugby players. Um, Mr. Wenham and I mentioned it earlier. As we as we get into November, uh, we tend to see quite a lot of moustaches on show. You haven't got one yet. Should we, uh, should we expect to see one in the coming weeks? Yeah, it's not something I've ever partaken in. In fact, I did it one year whilst I was playing professionally, and I think we we raised quite a lot of money for the for um, the charity. Is it prostate cancer? I think is it. And yeah, um, yeah so we've done that before. Uh, probably just I'll just be doing it once actually because I, I looked horrendous. But um, also I look like my father as well in the seventies and the eighties. He used to have a moustache, and um, I don't really want to to look like him. So uh, I won't be partaking. Well? <laughs> yeah, and he had some decent flares and a nice mullet too. Now, uh, back back to rugby. Um, I think it's something we should we should mention. Uh, a massive achievement for you recently being appointed um, as a representative for Yorkshire on the RFU Council. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about how that's come about um, and maybe what that sort of involves? Yeah, firstly, it's a, a real privilege to have been elected by the clubs. Um, basically, there's 96 clubs in Yorkshire and they had to elect who they would like to sit on on the council representing Yorkshire and there's two representatives in Yorkshire um, because we're such a big uh, constituent body so uh, yeah it was a real privilege to be elected Um, I think sort of because I'm still heavily involved in the games as as a player just and then coaching and also in the schools game as well uh, I think it was a little bit different a bit left field and there's not many people on, on the council who are still heavily involved in the game in that way so I think that's what the clubs want, wanted um, in terms of moving forward with it it's a, it's a voluntary role but uh, a really exciting one because you know you've got not control but part of making big decisions for the game as a whole um, in, in the future so I'm really looking forward to the next three years that's how long I'm, I'm on council for to, uh, to start with you can do three lots of three years in total so uh, just thought it was a really cool thing to get involved in and I've had so much out of the game and uh, being being given to me, and now as a volunteer, being able to give something back is um, something I'm I'm really proud of. So, uh, yeah, let's see what happens with it over the next next few years. Yeah, that that, that is really cool, as you said, Mr. Bedford, and and I know as a school that we're we're very proud of you that you, you have been elected, and um, I'm sure in towards the end of that three year process, we'll be uh, we'll be looking to uh, to push for the re-election, um, Bedford 2025, maybe. <laughs> Um, I've already but, got my t-shirt. <laughs> but just looking uh, towards the, the sort of the next six weeks, and um, we alluded to the fact that the first first six weeks of the term were, was really successful. Um, but for you, for the next six weeks, um, 
with your sort of first 15 coach hat on, what, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to? We know you've got a cup game coming up. Anything else on the horizon that, that you're looking forward to? Yeah, I think the progress that we made um, last half term as a as a team, um, I, f- I really enjoyed watching the comeback against Denston and, and the performance against Queggs where, you know, we just got the job done. We looked very efficient. Um, the boys are clearly enjoying playing with each other, which is which is great. Their at- attitude in training, second to none. So, uh, fingers crossed we can we can progress in the cup. But for me, I just love the number of boys that are turning out to training every single week. We we were struggling for large numbers in the second team at the beginning of the season, and now we've got over fifty five boys regularly training with the first team, second team, under sixteens. Uh, which is what it's all about for me, um, and you know we try to be as inclusive as possible, and um, I just want the boys to have a good time, really. So that that's always the goal is that the boys enjoy representing the school. Yeah, brilliant. And just towards the end of the term, Mr. Bedford potentially got a a trip away for the um, for the senior squad. Is is that something you're excited about? Yeah, definitely, because the the tour was cancelled in the summer, and and these boys have missed out on an incredible once in a lifetime trip. So. Um, the Cruise Cup is something that was played for a long, long time ago and um, was resurrected two years ago. And it's against Truro School, and it's a it's a very long way to Truro. You could actually get to Dubai on a plane in the same time. But um, yeah, we've got to travel all the way down there this time. So uh, it'll be a good two uh, two nights um, stay down in Exeter, hopefully, and then uh, play Truro on the Saturday. And the girls are playing netball too. And at least the boys will get something just to remember their, their school days by. Absolutely. I think it's a really, really cool way to end and, and um, sort of lead us into the to the under-17 block um, looking towards the new year. Um, just while we've got you here, uh, we've asked a lot of our um, colleagues that have joined us from the sports department about their views on, um, on our Bake Off competition so far. Um, who stood out for you in terms of baking, and um, what you, how are you feeling about your uh, your bake off or your baking week um, that's coming up in the future? Well, when it's my turn, it's actually uh, my birthday week. So um, what I'm thinking is, it's in February. If anybody wants to buy me a present or anything, <laughs> um, and what I'm thinking is, my mum and my daughter Lucy are real star bakers. Um, but it'd be obviously really bad if I got them to make something for me. But my baking skills are not the best, obviously, because of my mum, my wife, and my daughter who can all bake for me. So maybe I'll give it a go. It's always nice to try a new skill. Um, in terms of, I don't know, the best so far, um, Mr. Bowers, you did the no, it was Mr. Borrington who did the Rocky Road, wasn't it? Early doors. Miss um, Thompson. Yeah, interesting, shall we say. <laughs> and have we had a savoury yet? I'm a bit of a savoury man. I'm not... No savoury yet. Yeah, I'm no, really looking forward to that yeah. week. If I'm sure somebody will come up with maybe like a, a sausage roll or something like yeah. that. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about a, a Bedford parking special? Are we, are we getting a bit of parking, Mr. Bedford? A little, a little bit of that last year? Yeah, I'm not on for uh, bonfire night this year. So <laughs> that's very true. Um, I don't know who's on this week. Maybe we'll have a bonfire night special, <laughs> bit of bonfire toffee or something like. Could you imagine, Mr. Perfect? Actually, up at Bronte, he makes a, a mean toffee. I'm just giving him a big shout out now. He, he yeah, he's really good uh, with the bonfire toffee. So maybe we'll get lucky this Friday, Mr. Wenham, when we pop well, up there. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, 
it's been absolutely great for you to join us. Uh, really, really interesting to hear about all your sort of involvement in, in, in the rugby throughout the school. Um, I know you're enjoying being down here and it's been a, a really good start to the rugby term and that's a, that's a testament to, to you as well. So um, thanks for joining us. Well done on the great work so far this term um, and hopefully we'll, we'll, it won't be long before you're, you're back on the pod. Thank you. Cheers, Mr. Bedford. Great to hear from Mr. Bedford there. Um, real good insight into the into the rugby program and how he's getting on. Um, I, th- I think some people often forget um, that it's his first proper year full time at the Grove, isn't it? So um, great to hear that he's enjoying it as well. Yeah, it, it is, and um, d- doing a really good job. Participation's been great. Performance has also been been really good. So, yep. Good job, Mr. Bedford. Well done. Keep it up. Absolutely. Right. Uh, mentioned at the top of the show again that um, our feature would be returning. We'd be picking another staff sporting team. Uh, this week is the turn of the four by uh, 50 metre relay um, in the pool. Mr. Barr, you're going to start us off? Yeah, well, we caused a bit of a stir on the, uh, the last episode when we picked our netball team and there were quite a few staff who were a bit disappointed not to be in. Um not even to get mention. Um, well, it's, look, it's tough at the top, isn't it? Like, it's a bit of fun. High-performance sport. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, we can look at it either way. But um, you know, if if you don't get a mention, um, you know, let's let's not let's not get upset about it, Mr. King. Well, keep working hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So our our staff relay team. Um, I'm going to start us off with um, head of psychology, Miss Fisher. Surely she can uh, swim. Uh, Fish. Come on. Let's scale back the banter. Come on. <laughs> All right, I'll offer up another name then. Um, she recently swam Lake Windermere, um, Miss Holloway. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, fantastic achievement. In fact, would be someone, uh, hopefully one day might join us on the pod um, and talk about her open water swimming. Um, but that was a great achievement and definitely uh, makes the team. Yep, she's in there. Um Another what? name I would maybe... Oh, sorry, were you going to offer somebody? Yeah, I thought maybe um, maybe uh, Mrs. Pierce. Um, you know, head of swimming. Um, some real some real nails in there. Maybe maybe as player coach. Yeah. Player coach role. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I could uh, I could agree with that. Yeah, she's uh, she's really done a lot in the last few years to, uh, to try and kick on the swim program at school. And um, yeah, keen swimmer herself. She's... Quite regularly in the uh, early morning sessions or, or the evening sessions. Um, so yeah, I think we've got we've got two out of the four there. Maybe Mr. Eaglestone. Okay, why'd you say that? Um, because I he think, can swim. <laughs> yeah, I think he's d- he's done a bit of triathlon work, um, bit of triathlon right. training down the years, and um, yeah, obviously um, as a as a sort of a cardio athlete, he's, he, he excels there. Um, does a lot of training, keeps himself in, in good shape. I think Mr. Eaglestone could um, could do a job there. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say I agree, but I don't know anything about his swimming prowess <laughs> or accolades. However, uh, it's a good time to, to mention that he actually joins us on a, a pod that hopefully will be re- released um, over the next week or two. Um, our spin-off show about uh, what you didn't know, talking to staff members and pupils around the school 
um, to find out a little bit more about them. It is a great listen. He tells us all uh, about his journey um, through Woodhouse Grove as well as his time before that and his upbringing in Manchester. Um, and I definitely learned a lot. So definitely tune into that. Right, one more to pick from. Who makes the final cut? The final cut. Yeah, it, it's a tough one. I do think. Um you know, looking at the PE department, Mr. Dobson, he's obviously got the long levers. Um, Michael you know, Phelps. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there's maybe a couple other names there. Who, Mr. King actually is a, is a strong swimmer. Um, although, again, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe going to go go for a name that may surprise a few people. However, uh, again, she's a she's another very keen swimmer. And and she's recently done some, some outdoor swimming, which is definitely not for the faint-hearted. Um, and that is Miss Barron. Ahead of year seven. Yeah, 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 definitely. I've heard big things about her swimming. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that then will be a, quite a nice dynamic to that team with Holloway, Pierce, Eaglestone and Barron. Yeah, well balanced. Lovely. Good side. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on, on the side we're picking for, for next week's pod? Well, I think because, um, this is maybe a little bit of a preview here, but in, in two weeks' time, we're hopefully going to be joined by Mr. Softly. Um, so I think it will be uh, fitting to uh, to pick our staff eleven for a football team. Yeah, nice, good. I'll um, I'll get thinking, make some notes. I think that's one where there's going to be a lot of competition. There's um, there's quite a few people on the staff who think they can play a bit. So uh, we'll um, we'll have to get a bit of debate going on that one. Right, that is that is it. That's all, all we've got time for today. Um, nice to catch up. Shame we've not had um, loads to talk about in terms of what's gone on over the last two weeks um, as we as we've been away. But nice to reflect and actually look forward to to what's ahead um, with with school sport. Um, while while we're on that topic, um, it's it, we should probably pick out a few things that, that we're looking forward to in the immediate future before our next pod. Um, I'll start us off and I'm particularly looking forward to um, the McCarthy Cup on um, on Monday, uh, seeing our under-13s play for the first time. not really seen them. I saw them a little bit against Sedba um, there on the, fr- on the Friday night, but I've not really seen them play. I heard lots of good things about them and I'm, I'm excited for that one. Anything that catches your eye, sir? Um, yeah, ju- just on that as well, I think it'll be great to welcome quite a few schools uh, on site, um, getting back to to the way it used to be and uh, and feeling feeling a bit more normal again. So um, that's something that that'll be great to uh, to have. And also uh, a week on Saturday, so that is Saturday the thirteenth of November. It is the uh, Nationals County round for our first seven, our under sixteen A and our under fourteen A netball squad. So that is. Um, you know that's that's something to to look forward to. I know Miss Thompson and and her team are uh, are really looking forward to that to, to test themselves um, in the first uh, round of the national competition. I think uh, yeah, I I agree. Um, and and what an occasion for them. Um, that'll be really 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 good to see how they go. Best of luck to everyone involved in that. Uh, I think on the same day as well, we've got the uh, English schools regional final. Um, they had a really really good um, first round. Um, and uh, before half term, and it's be I, I bet they're really looking forward to that one, Mr. Barr. Yeah, I think the cross country team at the minute are um, are uh, one of the shining lights of the of the Grove Sports Program. They've been getting some incredible results, but uh, you know it doesn't just happen. Um, yes, there's talent 
in those squads, but a lot of hard work goes in uh, during the week to to prepare for for those championships. So it's um, you know again, good luck to our cross country team, and I'm sure we will be hearing about some successful um, some successful races. Absolutely, and uh, coming up in Bake Off, who have we got? It is Mr. Waterhouse this week, so that is Friday the 5th, and yep. then Friday the 12th is yours truly. Mr. Barr. There's, there's, there's a lot of excitement within the department. They're, they're, all, they're all talking about next Friday, aren't they? they That's all I've they, heard. They are. They, um, they know what's coming. A lot of expectation. Um, I will be reporting back very honestly on that one. Right, thank you very much again for joining us uh, this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, as always, please feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, maybe we'll welcome you, you onto the pod one day. All that leaves me to do is say, if you have been, thanks for listening. <laughs>